0: Cougar Sports Saturday here on KSL News Radio. Mitch Harper, Matt Biamonte, here on a BYU basketball game day. Cougs going to be taking on the West Virginia Mountaineers. Four o'clock tip out in Morgantown. Matt, just quick trivia question on the hills of top five. Do you know the last time BYU played at Morgantown? I do. It's 1947. I know. I I'm I just testing it on. It, it wasn't really a <laughs> trivia question for you because I knew you were doing your prep. Just to challenge the prep. Yeah, 1947. There were some good game notes on this. Harry S. Truman was the was the president of the wow. United States last time BYU played in Morgantown. So it's been a minute. Big Twelve brings out some unique matchups that BYU has not had in many, many years. But being in the Big Twelve, it, you wonder about the the future of the league, especially with the 16 team iteration, because As we move forward in college athletics, it feels like it's now just a world about the SEC and the Big Ten.
1: Yeah, Pete Thamel had a story earlier in the week. I am dying to get your thoughts on this, but there's a report that the SEC and the Big Ten are creating an advisory committee that will look at the college sports landscape and solutions within. Does this scare you or does this excite you, this advisory committee? It does scare me because I do think we will get to a world where
0: the SEC and the Big Ten break off. But I do think, though, that that might be their intentions out in, you know, Birmingham, Alabama, where the SEC headquarters are, and Rosedale, Illinois, where the Big Ten headquarters are. That might be their hopes to just break away and do their own thing because they think they're bigger and better than everyone. But at the same time, these TV networks still hold the power. ESPN and Fox, and ESPN and Fox are paying $2 billion with the Big 12. They're not just going to say, hey, see you later, SEC Big 10. We're paying $2 billion for a second-tier product that's in the Big 12. Yep. Uh, I still think also, too, for the SEC and Big 10, even though they've branched out and become more national leagues, that you still need to have a structure that includes Kansas football. Like it, it, It's not critical. Like No one's been saying on Saturday afternoons, I need to watch the Kansas Jayhawks in the college football schedule. Uh, Traditionally, like maybe more so now, but I just still think there needs to be some sort of sense of here's this underdog, here's this, Uh, because you're getting to a point with these conferences, what, are you going to have playoffs within the SEC to determine who the SEC champion is? And then that goes into a playoff against the big 10. I, I think people are kind of getting ahead of themselves with this story and just assuming that they're just going to, you know, Im- immediately break off soon. But yeah, there is a power too, because the media media funnels these narratives. They created the Power Five thing. The NCAA never created Power Five group of five. That was a media concoction, and it's just stuck to where now that's part of the vernacular of college athletics, and the media is going to say. Power 2 and Middle Class 2 with Big 12 ACC, and then the rest of the rest. And, like, I just think that at the end of the day, BYU is in the best league they've ever been in. I'm excited about it no matter what. And if it becomes a world where BYU and Utah and the rest of the teams in this league are just battling to be Big 12 champs, so be it. Because I'm still all for it. But I think it will test a lot of people's patience if
1: there does come a day where the SEC and Big 10 break away. I took a a little different approach with it. I thought it was actually a a positive step. I'm I'm optimistic about it, and here's the reason why. Now, it could very well go south and they could break away, but I think that would be unwise because college football. What has made college football so successful and has become one of the the, the rising sports in this country, Mitch, is one. It's football. Football is beloved at the NFL level. And it's beloved in college football. But college football is, I think, one of the only sports that is truly regional that has urgency to it. Like college basketball and there's a lot of other college sports that are regional – But there's no urgency. You only pay attention at a certain point of time. Case in point, the NCAA tournament, also the College World Series. No one gives a flying rip about baseball until it's down to the College World Series. That's that's the facts. But football, from week one until this new expanded college football playoff, there's tremendous interest from coast to coast. And I think if you were to break away Big Ten and SEC – it would still be popular, no doubt about it. But you would lose a lot of regional interest in the sport yeah. over time because if you're going to break away and try to pattern yourself off the NFL, you're not. You can't compete with the NFL. Like I just finished reading this book; it was really fascinating. Called the like the demise of the USFL, and the USFL was like making waves as a spring football league. Think back to when Steve Young was with the LA Express. Mm-hmm. Then Donald Trump got in there uh potentially the next president Donald Trump and was we like, gotta go to
0: the fall. we, we gotta go to the fall.
1: <laughs> yep. And there's gotta, one thing I know about football. We, we gotta to compete. We gotta take down the NFL <laughs> and it crumbled. And I I wanna believe and this could very well be the the Greg Sankey optimist in me, Mitch. I wanna believe that they're gonna come together and figure out a way to where there will be some sort of separation but it will be much larger than just the SEC and Big Ten, and they'll create something that kind of models what Chip Kelly was talking about, where you'll have a regional base in every part of the country. Yeah, it's not going to be 100-and-something teams, but maybe it's 60 or 64, and you break away and create this upper subdivision. Yeah. But I, I I've kind of looked at it as, as a positive. Like, hey, there are a lot of problems here. How can we fix it? And the solution is not SEC and Big Ten break away. It,
0: Look, if they can find some sort of resolution to NIL and transfer portal, because that's the, the main reason they're doing this, because Tennessee is suing the NCAA for investigating Tennessee into NIL violations. Which I'm sure they did do the violations. Oh, but at the same time, you go, the NCAA just made it a free-for-all in July 1, 2021. Now you're suddenly trying to be big and bad. Like, Come on, True. give me a break. Yep. Uh, yeah, sure, all these teams have been shady for years. <laughs> I mean, they all have. Yep. Now it's just above board. But if you can get some regulations, great. By all means, SEC and Big Ten, please do it. Yep. Uh, but I just I don't see much changing. I, I'm very curious to see. I think eventually, and Mark Pope kind of referenced this in, when he was talking about NIL this, this week when he was asked about it. We probably got to get to the system where it's got to be revenue sharing. 100%. And the players somehow get a cut of the media rights and schools that are willing to play that game. You're gonna be, probably be part of the that new system, and if you're not willing to play that game and get to that level of relationship between maybe employee and school, yeah, uh, then then you're probably gonna be left behind. It, look, that's it, getting way too
1: much money being paid to coaches and to universities from a media deal to not have the players in it. It's so crazy to think of how ha- about how much.
0: College sports has changed since you and I took over this show in 2019. I know. I can only imagine what it's going to be five years from now in 2029. Uh, it just, It's wild. And hopefully there's some more regulations. And, again, to your point, to, to kind of take a positive look, if the SEC and Big Ten can bring that for college sports, I'm all for that because this world of where rosters are just basically re recruited totally every single year. That's draining. I mean, yep. how do you expect Kalani Satake and Mark Pope to really develop and build cultures when they're just always having to say, are you good? Are you gonna stay? Are you yep. leaving? What's totally. the
1: deal? So it's it's I a will unique say this, world Mitch, right now. The snake in the grass is the Big Ten. Yeah. The Big Ten has been a problem for five years for now. Sure. They sabotage the alliance. So the big if anyone's gonna bring down the sport, it's the Big Ten. They seem like the greediest, for that's that's for sure. We gotta
0: take a break. Hour number three coming up next. We'll break down BYU, West Virginia with a three pointer here on KSL.